Hello, everyone. Welcome to Free Reverie, hosted by your one and only Jujubee. If you haven't noticed, that's me. This is a podcast talking about anything and everything. Make sure to follow me on my social media, Snapchat, JBSU, Instagram, JBSU18, and Twitter, at Perfect Flute. Now let's get talking. Symphony. Hey guys, okay, so lately I've been having a lot of interviews and not enough of me just kind of talking about things that I kind of want to discuss. There are a lot of things happening around the world that we just aren't really aware of. Um, First story that came across is, you know, I'm looking at the news and stuff. There was this gymnast um, from Auburn University gymnast. Guys, this video is so graphic if you look it up on YouTube. Um, Anyways, Auburn University senior gymnast Samantha Serio suffered some serious injuries at the NCAA regional semifinal in Baton Rouge on Friday. Guys, this is so insane. When she was doing her tricks, she flipped up in the air and snapped both of her legs during a floor routine. It's so crazy. And I guess she's been doing it for 18 years. But obviously, if you guys don't know, that's going to be her last time being a gymnast. And she was so good, too. It sucks that this happened. But, man, gymnasts go through so much. And you can imagine the, the work they put into it and stuff to risk snapping your legs. I mean, I just, oh, that's just like those videos that you see when people are working out and they do the leg press. And they, you know, that's why they say don't, you know, come all the way across, you know, um, oh goodness, it's, it's been that kind of day, guys, <laughs> but don't straighten your legs out all the way, um, kind of like don't straighten your legs out when you're standing, like you don't want to do that for too long or else you'll pass out, like if you guys don't know that, that's what happens, so when I was watching this video, of course it's not actually on the news channel, it, I think they just, they didn't want to put the video up because it's that graphic however it is on YouTube because unfortunately this was like a live television show so I don't know if she's ever going to be remembered as that or not or for what she actually accomplished that's one thing she's going to struggle with for the rest of her life but apparently um, her coach said she's a trooper and the last thing she said was go help the girls Um, so Even though she's in pain, she's still cheering on her team, which is great. But I'm sure everyone else is so worried about her. The video is insane. So you just look up uh, U.S. gymnast snaps both legs during floor routine. And it comes up as like the first video. The second thing, um, well, this is actually an old, old article uh, from October of last year in 2018. Apparently there was a, everyone's calling him the French Spider-Man <laughs> because he was scaling London skyscraper without ropes. Not really sure how that was possible, but apparently he made it possible. But he was doing it, obviously it was illegal. So 
I, oh my goodness. Anyone who does those challenges or what are the parkour, you really have to be careful. I mean, everyone's trying to risk their lives of doing these, you know, it seems like a simple thing of, oh, well, people are scared of heights. I'm going to walk across this because I have great balance. Just don't do it. It's so scary. As good as you are, if, if you do have good balance or whatnot, you don't want to risk your life. Um, but there are daredevils out there, and regardless of what I say, they're going to continue doing what they do. But this guy, apparently he was on the side of this 46-story Heron Tower. Uh, so imagine 46-story tower, and he's scaling the side of this thing without any type of safety net. Um, he was 56 years old. <laughs> It was crazy. I read this last year and I meant to do a podcast over it, but there was always that risk of like, if I said too much, am I going to get uh, copyright, you know, infringement, whatnot. But you know, I'm just kind of mentioning a little bit of it. I don't think it's going to be quite a big deal, but it brings up the topic. Um, what type of Spider-Man out there do you guys think? It should be considered a Spider-Man. Like, have you guys ever known anybody out there, like your friends, your neighbors, anybody out there that um, you could put a label on, such as Spider-Man? Just kind of think about that. Are they daredevils? Are they ones that are going to risk their lives and scale a tower? I mean, it just those type of people that risk their lives, I would be considered like a Spider-Man. Especially if they're not afraid of heights. I'm definitely not afraid of heights, but I'm not going to be on top of a building and go, ooh, looking down and mm, nothing's going to happen to me. No, I'm not going to do that. So I don't know if you guys know anybody who would be considered a Spider-Man, but um, that apparently that's what he's being called. So maybe not being called Spider-Man, but Daredevil. Am I just going Marvel here? Rogue. <laughs> I made myself laugh. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of just something I kind of wanted to go over. Of course, there's going to be news stories that are very depressing. Um, however, I was actually looking at one of these houses. Uh, you guys want to know what houses in this area I was <laughs> wanting to live in. And my mom and I... <sighs> Sorry. We're in the car and we almost get hit. But as we're, we keep on driving, we see this bat bag like on the side of the road. And I couldn't look as quick as my mom was because obviously I'm eyes on the road. Da 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 da. Um, don't want to be caught by the police. But I told my mom, I said, I swear to God that sh if that shit is a bag of puppies. You know, there are so many sick freaks out there. It wouldn't surprise me that it's done. But my mom swears to God that there was a head of a dog inside that bag. And I couldn't bear it. You know, there was uh, actually a bag found on the side of the road. And it was full of puppies. And um, luckily they're okay. They're in a shelter. And like I said, there's it doesn't surprise me anymore. Um, so... Have, do you, have you guys ever witnessed that? Uh, anything strange on the side of the road or um, knew someone who did something like that that was just insane? 
I don't know. It was just... You guys can't imagine a bag full of puppies. But unfortunately, I wasn't going to get the house. Guys, I pulled up to the house. There were bars on the window. So, no. Not going to happen. Anyways, I'm trying to go through some more articles and whatnot just to kind of see what is there. Um... There's a lot of stuff like a man who dug secret tunnels faces trial over deadly fire. Not really sure what that one's about. I'm guessing, I mean, it's in the title, right? So apparently he had tunnels underneath his home. So when the fire, you know, was happening, he could escape. Um... a lot of boring stuff now mm, who cares about the laws and stuff goodness there's so much about the laws it's insane I don't care oh my goodness anyways let's just move on so I go to Panda Express and I went the first time last year ever I know I don't get out a whole lot but I went last year and you know the fortune cookies that were there in the bag of course I, I went like four separate times and each one you had a fortune cookie I just go for the fortune I don't actually eat the cookie the cookies disgusting um, if you guys like them kudos to you but not me <laughs> anyways the four fortune cookies that I actually had are at work on my um, on my monitor taped to it because one of them says your kind nature will earn you respect amongst your peers I said that completely wrong I'm sorry let me rephrase your kind nature will earn you respect amongst your peers not sure I said yours peers but I did um, that can be true but oftentimes it could also distance you from your peers a lot of people don't understand respect a lot of people don't give respect so those that are close to you and respect you are the friends that you should honestly surround yourself by if you are the kindest person on this God-given earth and you still get treated like shit, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to distance yourself from those type of people because you don't want to live your life trying to cater to everyone else's needs and trying to make them happy. And I'm slowly lear learning that myself. So it's not something I'm like, oh, trying to preach about. I'm learning that too. And... You know, I have a lot of people in my life that, uh, you know, tell me how it is. And I'm working on my... My emotions. And I'm working on this hidden anger that I seem to have. Like, if anything crazy or out of the norm just really pisses me off, it really 
pisses me off. Like, I am just in this terrible mood. I take it out on other people. It's bad. But I'm working on it. Anyways, the second one is any troubles you have will pass shortly. Eh, wrong. Um, <laughs> none of the troubles at the time when I got this passed shortly. And they're still not passing shortly. So, this fortune sucks. Uh, it was misleading. And I should say, not really. <laughs> not really. Uh, but seriously, um, I think certain troubles, such as my money troubles, are slowly going away. So, that's okay. But other things like my living situation excuse me I'm not gonna edit that part out I like belched a little bit I didn't mean to do that on the air but I have bad heartburn right now um my living situation is not the best but I'm making it work it, but it still causes me trouble because my sister and I just don't get along. Um, but I am close to finding a place. So that's good. So when I start doing my YouTube videos and stuff, I'm hoping that I'm just going to be in a new place where I can really focus on it and have like a designated area where my camera's going to be. And you guys can actually see me one-on-one. -on -one. That would be nice, right? The third one, your best investment is in yourself. That spoke volumes to me. Because if I didn't invest everything that I had into building what now I have, like, what is now my podcast, I wouldn't have come this far. I wouldn't have that motivation to keep going. So I am slowly starting to get noticed. I am networking a hell of a lot. You guys, anyone that I'm, I'm interviewing, we have connected on all social medias and worked totally best friends but not really um <laughs> we just know each other and uh we had a good time speaking to one another we don't get the chance to hang out because we're all over the place we're all over the world and um, i'm sure that if i get to meet one of them i'll be making a video and then you guys get to see us together so that'd be a lot of fun the only person you guys get to see consistently is linwood storm and i because yo 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 i'm kidding uh, we are together. We're a couple. We're going to be uh, making videos and stuff together. However, the idea of making videos and stuff with your significant other is quite unique. It's quite scary at the same time. It's unique because it could be fun. It's scary because it could also destroy your relationship. Because um, if you get too wound up in this media world, this um, demanding uh, for attention type world, you, that's all your focus is. It's not on each other and it's not on what you guys want. So I think we're really just, uh, separating business from pleasure and it works so far. If anything were ever to happen, I'm hoping if he's listening, um, I'm hoping that we still are friends and we could still collaborate with one another especially if we're coming as far as we have with building each other's pretty much empire. So he's really helping me build my brand and getting me noticed. So I really appreciate everything he's done for me 
And regardless of whether he believes that or not, that means so much to me. And those little things that you're, I can't speak. Um, those little things that your significant other does should be the only thing that you really need in your life. Those little things are what you pay attention to. You know, everyone's like, oh, I need a man who buys me things. And guys are oh, I need a woman who cooks for me. You don't need any of that. Yeah, it's nice to have a woman who cooks. I love to cook. I, I am a damn good cook. But there's nothing, you know, out of the norm. It's little things. Like, I love it when you cradle me in your arms at night and you rub my hair as I fall asleep. Or, I love it the way that you set my clothes out for me before I go to work. Because you care about my appearance. Those little things matter. And I think everyone's just so caught up in this stereotypical sense of like, oh, women should be this and men should be that. You know, you have to own yourself. Don't own up to those expectations. Those expectations are what is driving every idea of who a woman and man should be down the hill, down the drain, so to speak. And the reason why I say that is this actually brings up a conversation of an argument that Linwood and I had the other night. He said... Um, something along the lines of those who are sex workers embrace their sexuality. I don't feel like that's really embracing your sexuality as more like, cause you're not having as much confidence in yourself. You're selling yourself for sex. That's my opinion. I'm not hating against those who are sex workers or who enjoy it for a fact. You know, it would be nice to kind of maybe interview somebody and see where they're at. I just don't feel like anyone who's actually in that industry really understands who they are and what they really want because they're selling their bodies for, you know, to be judged, you know, if, and, you know, I did collab with one of Linwood's friends, Goldwill, and he said something that I was thinking about after we spoke about it, but he says, how is it any different from going into a workplace and working for the quote unquote, the man you're selling your skills and your knowledge granted, but I can go into a workplace, do my job, not be looked at and judged on the spot. I can go into that place. I can go in there and be like, you know what? If my skills aren't good enough, whatever. I guess it's the same thing for sex workers. However, I feel like that's an easy way out. I feel like that's an easy way to try to make money. But you, again, you don't have as much confidence in your own skin. And I say that, (laughs) I know I'm dragging on about this, but I say that because you can go in that place and people can look at you, but they don't see you. Because all they see is this front that you're given 
but do you really have the confidence in yourself to really be like, you know what, I own my body, I own my sexuality, I own this confidence um, that is driven from so-and-so. I don't feel like a lot of people who are in that industry really understand themselves. But, I mean, it could mean for anybody, right? It, anyone who works in a workplace. I'm still learning about myself. But I also have more respect for myself. And I'm not going to, you know, show off my body to get points. I'm not going to try to get ahead. <laughs> uh, no pun intended. Just to advance my position in the industry. I'm not going to use my body for that. But that is, I guess, my point. And I get Goldwell's side. I totally do. However, Linwood was being a complete jerk at the time. And I can say that because it he was. And I think he was doing it be, just to push my buttons a little bit. But I think he understands where Goldwell is coming from as well. So he's always going to believe him over me any day because they've been friends for I don't know how long. But enough to call each other cousins. But... He was acting a way that um, made me think that, you know, if men really thought about how women portray themselves, would they care enough to put an end to it? If that makes sense. I don't know. I, I don't, like I said, most of my podcast episodes are just on the spot. But where is the stopping point? Where do we draw a line as to what is seen? We have so much to talk about the social media affecting children and all that, but we actually give light to, you know, positivity on, you know, the sex industry and porn, all of this stuff. We, we uh, make it like this grand thing that should be known. So that way we all should understand that sex is just sex, right? But where's the end point? Like, if you're going to make a big deal saying, oh, well, I don't want my child watching this. Oh, I don't want this. So why is it out there in the first place? Why is it so praised to be this holy grail that, oh, children can't reach it, but adults can? Aren't children and adults somewhat the same? When, when do we stop? You know, where do we put a line? <laughs> like, this is not okay. And it's not just sex industry. It's anything out there that could be considered inappropriate. Songs, and the words, all that. Music in general. <laughs> what's appropriate and what's not. And, um, you know, I'm going to prevent my child from watching porn, obviously. But... I also want him to understand that people are humans and that's how babies are made. I'm not going to make up some story. I'm just going to, you know, edit a little bit the version until he gets a little bit older. But it makes you think about it, right? It makes you think about, you know, if we make a big deal about all this stuff, why do we still continue to allow it to be out there and be like a positive thing? 
So why make an issue of it at all? Maybe it's just because I grew up in such a strict and modest life style that I am preventing myself from being open-minded. Um, with sex workers, I've never had a problem with it. I just don't understand it. I don't understand why anyone would want to sell themselves. Um, as for porn, I feel like that's completely different because you're getting paid to create art. When I say sell yourself, I mean those who are out there on the streets selling themselves. Um, those who create porn are, they know the risks. But they're very cautious about those risks now than they were back then. And you have to appreciate that. And, you know, I get off on porn. So I'm not saying that porn is a bad thing at all. But it's those that are out on their, like, on the streets selling themselves just to make a buck. Like, make 20 bucks and give head. Like, do you know where his dick's been? And vice versa, do you know where her mouth's been? You know, you're not taking any cautions towards, like, anything out there. And you're degrading yourself by doing it. Saying that you're not worth enough. You know, and, and there are certain guys out there that will praise pimps. Because, oh, they're making money off these women that are willing to just open their legs for any guy. And these some guys are very much into that. And I don't get that. Why isn't anyone careful about it anymore? Um, you know, you don't know where everyone's been. You don't know everyone's life. Anyways, that is my rant. Um, because it was just a sudden, uh, it was just a, from this past weekend, an argument that we had. And, you know, we talked about it. We talked through it. And I think we got to understanding where I was coming from and where they were coming from. And, you know, we kind of just let it pass. But I appreciate both opinions and allowing me to speak my side of things. Because oftentimes I feel like I don't get hurt enough. But um, I wanted to speak about it in the podcast because I want everyone else to know that I do get into arguments. I do have these things. Like, even if you d guys don't agree to it, then call me out. I don't care. Um, that is what makes this world so great is that we have opinions. So, I, again, I'm not downgrading sex workers in any shape, way, or form. I'm just saying if you are in the industry, you may not have, or you may not understand yourself. You don't have the confidence. That's for sure in yourself. You may have confidence on opening your legs and, like, showing your body off, but do you respect yourself? Question it. Just like any girl out there, any guy out there, question it. Do you respect yourself enough? When you go on these dating apps and you start trying to talk to other people, it's the same thing as what these sex workers do. You're trying to get in, in their heads. So, you know, when Linwood Storm and I first met, we met on POF. Very short 
conversation. It was, he says, I want you to be my lady. Or you should be my lady. I said, sorry, you should be my lady. I said, oh, really? He said, yep. And I said, here's my number. And I said that because I talked to so many guys in the past that it was just like, you know what, get to the point. Here's my number. Let's just talk one-on-one. Because if it's bad, I block you. Pretty easy. Pretty simple. I pay for my phone. Whatever. I'm independent. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have to think that he was my client. I was trying to get into his head because I wanted to move on from the current state that I was in. Trying to manipulate as much as possible because that's what anyone does when they try to, you know, date and stuff. You manipulate into, you know, what are your wants? What are your needs? And all this other stuff. So I was trying to like, okay, how can I get this guy to, you know, tell me what I want to hear? And he was different from the start. So we start talking and if you guys... If I wasn't ever open about it, we actually agreed. We had boundaries. We actually agreed to be sex uh, part, you know. Um, it was just like strictly sex. And uh, fuck buddies is another term. But we strictly agreed to just be that. And then all of a sudden I, my feelings started to change for him. As I assumed they would. Because he was different. And so, I yes, I was the one who asked him out. He said yes. And here we are. Um, but you have to think about, you know, if I would have pursued it in the way that I really wanted to and he gave in, then what makes me any different from those that actually are sex workers? You know? So, I guess I didn't respect myself then. I didn't respect myself enough to just like, hey, we need to be adults. We need to, I need to, you know, have some time before I go about being with someone else. Uh, so, yeah, that was that. The last um, fortune that I had was you are perfect the way you are. So this kind of ties into the story I was just telling, and I say this as a la I saved it. I saved this last one for a reason. Because no matter if you're a woman or man, you are perfect the way you are. There is someone that's going to respect you. But you have to... <coughs> so sorry. But you have to respect yourself. I highly, I highly suggest everyone take some time and think about what you want. Think about what you need in life. Think about how people think of you. And then say, I don't give a shit. This is me. Describe yourself. Do you like the way that you describe yourself? Are you good with it? If not, do something about it. If you are okay with the way that you describe yourself, then be that person. Don't change for any man or any woman. 
because you are perfect the way you are. And that's it. And there's always somebody out there for somebody else. And so you just have to imagine there's someone out there who loves the goofy side. There's someone out there who loves the serious side of you. There's someone out there that is probably worse than you, yet you guys click for a reason. So you are perfect the way you are. Don't let anyone, I can't talk tonight. I'm so sorry. Don't let anyone tell you different. Okay. Uh, that is it for this podcast. I have talked about a lot about what was going on in this past week, all these interviews and the fight that I had with Linwood Storm because relationships are real and I'm going to discuss certain things on here that isn't really, um, testing the waters of our relationship because it's a subject that may or may not be a podcast topic for the future. So, If you guys have any thoughts as to what I was talking about or understand exactly where I'm coming from, go ahead and message me. If you guys have something against what I say, I really don't give a shit, but go ahead and message me and we'll talk about it. Maybe you can make me understand, you know, but my opinions are pretty firm as of right now. (laughs) I'm going to believe them. I'm going to believe them until someone else tells me different. Like I said, that's a great thing about this country is that we all have opinions. We can all believe the hell that we want to believe and no one can tell us anything. So, with the news story to fortune cookies, this kind of ends the podcast. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed and I didn't drag on too long. Um... But I just kind of wanted to separate a little bit throughout the episodes of me just kind of talking about something, uh, whether it's going on just like the old days, which is last year, of just kind of being on the spot, not really preparing all that stuff. Because I don't want my podcast to strictly be interviews and having guests and stuff because it's not what it was from the beginning. I don't want it to be consumed in that. Um, I love getting to know everybody. Um, However... I still need to stick to talking about my life and what's going on Um, since I do praise that this podcast has really been therapeutic for me. Um, So I'm going to try to separate some interviews through, you know, by spacing them out a little bit more so that way you guys aren't be like, oh my goodness, there's another person with another guest and um... So I just kind of want to make it different. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy, and I will talk at you later, okay? Peace.